This is the Vitovold Brothers podcast. You're listening to Franz and Joseph Vitovold, and we want to show you a different angle on a lot of topics. Our goal is to enable you to appreciate your process of growth and to get you where you want to be with your own projects as quickly as possible by inspiring you three times a week. Hello and welcome to the Sunday interview. I'm super excited to be here with Matt. Um, I believe that we're going to have a great conversation about many topics, a lot of inspirations from his side. And I got a recommendation from Pericles actually um, to invite him for my podcast. And it's really great to see also what we talk about in the podcast episode, how the network really helps also our podcast in the end uh, to grow, to get interesting people onto the podcast. And I'm super thankful that you're here, Matt. I would just love that you introduce yourself, um, where you're at at the moment, maybe also where you are at in life, whatever you would love to share, please share. And thank you so, so much for being here. Highly appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. It's really exciting and I'm very happy to be part of it. Um, for those of all the listeners who don't know me yet, I'm Matthew from Luxembourg. I'm 26 years old right now and um, I'm working in the financial sector uh, for about, I've been working in there for like five years now. Um, and on the side, I've been, uh, I've been just developing myself as a person and as a personality and um, yeah, that's that's me. That's me. So I'm very excited to be on here. Thank you. Thank you so so much. Um, I want to jump in um with the question which you just said. Um, you developed yourself. Um, when did this journey started? Did it start already, like as a like young teenager, or where could you like would you say this journey of like self development, also like maybe a higher understanding of yourself. When did this journey um, might have started, or when when was the kickstart? Let's say my uh, at a young age and as a teenager, I've I've lived let's say a pretty average and normal life. I mean, I went to school and did all the stuff, um, and it really started at 18, 19 years old when I finished high school. And I essentially started in network marketing. Um, a lot of people should know that industry by now. And I've, I've, I got started in this industry at 19 years old. And that's really where life took off for me and really where my life changed. Um, because before that, you know, I wanted to live an average life. I wanted to, um, well, become independent. I wanted to be a, a physiotherapist. Um, so I had ambitions, but I was more like, uh, just living the normal life, you know, what you, what you get told by your parents and stuff and by school and by all the, uh, the adult people around you basically. And then at 19, when I discovered network marketing with that, I discovered a whole new world. I discovered the world of uh, personal development and I got into reading books. I mean, I never read a book before I went through school, never reading a book because I just wasn't interested in the topics. Um, and that's really where um, I found my passion in uh, personal development and in really developing myself as a person, developing myself as the being that I am, the soul that I am in this body and really just uh, experiencing life from a new perspective. And um, so it started basically with a company and I got into reading books. I got into knowing, you know, having mentors, getting mentors, 
um, seeing people my age at like 20, 22, 23, actually making like a lot of money already, being halfway retired already. Um, and so it really got me inspired into, you know, hey, if these people can do it, would I be able to do it as well? Um, and so I got really intrigued in, in all of this development and growth and everything. Um, and that's really where my journey took off, basically. Amazing. Yeah, it's just very interesting how, yeah, I also had my touch point with, um, yeah, like, network marketing. Um, I was I was almost saying a model of marketing. Um, but for me, it was interesting because uh, in my case, it was like a skincare product, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which I did. And, and what I figured out and, and I do, what I do believe in, in network marketing is that it's amazing how high those groups and bigger events can like make you vibrate in terms of how much energy you can take away from those events. That's very interesting. Um, even so, in, in my case, it wasn't working out too well. I think there are probably also like a, a lot of companies which, which, um, uh, which where it is interesting or, or difficult to succeed, I would say. Um, and always also probably depends uh, where you are and, and, and in terms of also in the end, network marketing is nothing more. And in the end, then also creating your own business because it just takes so much time you have to invest into to like, yeah, connect with the people or build. Um, it, it's, it's not that much different. So even so, what I what I noticed for me, um, why that wasn't really working out is I saw that I would love to create more of my my own stuff at some point. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like also in, in my way or my what I did, I think it wasn't probably also not the right product. I mean, skincare, what I was so like I was quite young, I was probably the same age, like 18, 19. And it was it was just very difficult to uh, to do to sell skincare. It wouldn't make any sense. I mean, it's so much easier to for like probably like thirty plus forty plus people to to sell those products. And but mm -hmm. what I also experienced, what I just said in the beginning, is it's insane how much energy those like events can create within you and how much drive you can create from that. So um, that was very interesting for me to experience. And what what kind of like may I ask like what kind of product did you sell like what kind of um, yeah so we we st so we started with uh, Vima uh, okay. was very known in, in in like all of Europe as well uh, came from the US and it was basically uh, healthy energy drinks okay um, so we were basically promoting healthy energy drinks and I mean for young people uh, it was like super effective because everybody is drinking Red Bull and all this whatever um and so we had an alternative to that so it was really talking to young people and what's cool is that this That's company awesome. also had like this young people movement so it was like this movement of young people who would uh you know um just make the decision to to live a different life and to really go ahead and and make something out of their lives um so that was something that really inspired me and it was let's say pretty easy to, um, to market it and to, uh, to get people interested in it. Um, but then unfortunately, uh, one and a half years in the company got sued, um, by the FTC. Um, so they had to shut down, uh, in the end, it turned out that there was actually nothing wrong with the company, but they had to be shut down for like a year because of all the courts and processes and whatever. Um, so our business got kind of like, uh, destroyed. But yeah. uh, in the end, there was nothing wrong with the company. So more like um, just uh, 
uh, yeah, just an event that happened that changed so much. And I mean, for us, it was devastating at the time. I mean, being 20 years old, like having built your business and we were earning money from it. And I mean, it was very, it was very good. It was getting to a point where it was really, uh, you know, exploding and blowing up and uh, it was working out. And then suddenly it just happened. And so for all of us, it was like a world that was destroyed uh, overnight, basically woke up the next morning and there was nothing there anymore, you know? So um, it kind of made us realize, well, make me realize also the risks um, that you're taking when you're actually launching a business. Now, this is network marketing. Fortunately, uh, it's not your own business, right? Because imagine this is your business and you have the FTC studio and you have to go to court and whatever. So um, it was really good that I made this experience at 20 years old with a working with a company that wasn't really my company, right? Um, but still as an independent. So it was a very uh, learnful experience, let's say like this. No, I, I can, I can, I can agree. And, and I also learned, learned a lot from that, from the events. Also in my case, I wasn't like, I was just not passionate enough to earn money from it because I like, I thought for a second that I could earn money also because I mean, you get triggered by sometimes rewards and stuff. It, it just happens. Like there is nothing to, to say necessarily against it, especially when you're young and you're craving for, for success. Um, that is, that is very natural, but I just, for me, I realized I also tried something else. And after that, it was like also more in the financial financial sector, but it was not necessarily like this um, network marketing um, thing, mm -hmm. but still um, I just always figured out for myself, just for me personally, that um, I, gonna go with my own project i'm gonna um help my mother's company my mother's um, advertising agency or consulting agency to to grow and 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 do my part in this direction more likely to help our family business to grow instead of like building um yeah something else which is not really i, I would just say it's not really mine maybe it sounds mm -hmm. a little egoistic but it just um you like it doesn't matter what you're doing within your own company if you're whatever you're building it's mm -hmm. just you know what you want, what kind of into like um, thing you want to build and with what kind of meaning it has is essentially for also other people. And that was just for me, at least um, something which I felt better with. Even so, mm -hmm. as you say, also in your experience, I believe that there are a lot of people who would say probably completely differently that was super successful and it, and, and it works and it, it's, it still works very great. I, I'm agreeing on that. It's just my personal, for my life, um, mm -hmm. kind sure. of um, thing I figured out. And about that, like afterwards, did you then continue the journey in this like multi-level um, sphere because you experienced and you knew already to how to build bigger groups and like start this movement you're talking about? Because also when this exponential growth actually kind of happens, it's just mm -hmm. like, I think that the group blows up the energy in the group is like just super great and i can like see how, how also how great it is to work along those people because as i said i took some energy out of um those events with me and i just thought it was very insane how you how you can motivate and um, all those people mm -hmm. yeah so um we did start over with uh, with another company uh, also skincare products and we did it for like another year um, and then slowly but surely it was uh, just falling apart because we didn't find this passion that we had in the first company, you know, in the first company, we got invited to a convention in, uh, in Arizona, in the US, and it was life changing. You know, we got to hang out with, uh, 
with all our mentors and you know we would uh, we would rent a villa and then we would uh, would be staying there and just you know have these very special moments uh, that you don't really have that often that really uh, make you expand your mind and um in 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 the next company that we went to we just didn't find this and we didn't find this passion we didn't find this energy we didn't have these the same mentors anymore so um it was kind of just falling apart over time um and then at a certain point i just decided hey you know this is maybe not the the way to go um and then well we i left the company and i got into another company but more to be a customer um, and that was more in uh, in the forex market and crypto market. So that was a, one of the first companies back then to really work with uh, forex services and and products. Um, and I joined that as a customer to really uh, get into trading and stuff because I was interested in the financial markets. And so um, that was basically where the whole network marketing kind of ended. Uh, my era, at least, of network marketing ended. Um, so. Yeah, after the second company, it was kind of like, I didn't want to do it anymore. I just didn't find the passion and I didn't find the motivation to build it all up again, even though yeah. I knew it was possible and I knew I could do it. Um, I just wanted to experience different things in life. And I mean, the path that it has taken me on, just joining this last company with the Forex trading and then what happened out of that is just even more life-changing, you know? So um, it's also a great lesson to not always chase the same thing um you know i could have chased network marketing for another like two three four five years yeah. um but i decided to take a different path and i decided to let life guide me basically um and it's it's guided me in a direction that i could have never imagined before so um it turned out very well that, that, that's beautiful i'm super happy for that like happening or your decision but what i think was very interesting is Two things, like one thing is you said, like you let your life guiding, like you let your life be guided, like by you, by your intuition. That's very interesting how you made sure that you had this kind of like guidance somehow, like how did you create the the habits or the feeling of you getting guided by life? Because I think that is very difficult for like a lot of people because if you mm -hmm. are in your mind and in your logical mind, it's like difficult to see that there might be a path for me. There might be like this kind of direction I should choose. Like mm -hmm. for you, how did you, yeah, came to this um, conclusion. So, so this is, this is basically telling you in retrospect. So I couldn't, I couldn't know it at the point okay. uh, back then okay. because uh, I've realized it now over the last like two to three years. Okay. Makes sense, um, yeah. So since I've got more into like all the spirituality and developing my soul and spirit, I really found out about, Hey, this is what it means to be guided by life, you know? Um, but then in the end, uh, looking back, um, it was happening naturally. You know, I wasn't questioning it. I was just like, okay, so this is happening. Well, let's move on with it. You know, let's, let's make the best out of it. I've always been someone very optimistic. Um, I've always seen the bright side of life rather than the dark side of life. And I think that's, that's in the end what made me get there. Um, but I did it kind of in an unconscious way. So I wasn't really conscious of, Hey, so this is happening right now. I'm letting life guide me and whatever. Um, it was just, I was just going for it. Yeah, no, it, it does make sense. I, I also agree with that. That just makes a lot of sense what you're just saying, because 
I had those big realizations a lot when I yeah was just like I was like I study in Holland I'm in Tilburg and I like I was just chilling with friends like a, a, like one of my best friends Stefan and all the time I was just like like we were talking so much and and by talking about like also your like your past and and what you experienced and reflecting up on that it's very interesting how you see like where those things like guided you those experiences even so those are like negative experiences or very positive ones and and you also like like losing losing this big group of people for like this energy um drinks company it's probably it was very painful in the moment because i can i can see and feel like it takes so much time to build a big team what i also see actually happening a lot of times and also like with this for example skincare company or other companies in this area and um, it's interesting how much people they consume as well like how many how many people get in get out um sometimes the whole bunch of like a bigger group moves to another company which is obviously all right but it's just That's why also, like for me at least, also why I made this decision now it comes, comes into my mind when you're just talking, when we're talking about those things is really I saw how many people get also discouraged sometimes. And what you I think is was a very big step in, in your life. And I think I have like, it's very interesting that you moved away from this other company and didn't stick to it because there are also a lot of people who stick to this idea a lot of times and just want to continue and want to grow something. But they just can't like loosen from the idea and, and go somewhere else where it brought you now um, with even um, more success in the end. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, now with this new company, you said also it took off also, I mean, cryptocurrency is also a very interesting journey over the last years and it can be, uh, or it, it can be very lucrative if you, whenever you jumped in probably into the market, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. um what what did you do what was the beginning phase yeah yeah kind of so, that would be interesting for me yeah so basically uh after after network marketing the skincare company i was uh i started looking for a job uh because i never i, I at that moment i was at a point in my life where i said hey i never want to work a job i never want to work a nine-to-five job never have a boss whatever but i came to the realization hey Uh, you're living in a country where there's actually very good salary. It wouldn't be too bad if you just go to work for a couple of years and make money and use that money in a smart way. And who knows, maybe in three to five years, you can live a very different life. So I started looking for a job and I got a job basically in a bank here in Luxembourg. Um, and then I went on and joined this next company where I was mainly a customer and where I learned Forex basically. So I got into Forex trading and it matched very well with the bank. And then at the bank, I got uh, a lot of education on the markets as well. I got a lot of education on the Forex markets as well. So I kind of started uh, this Forex trading as a hobby, as a part-time thing. And it was kind of like my Uh, replacement for network marketing because that was my passion and I kind of built a passion for Forex and I found a few nice courses as well outside of the bank and I really got deep deep, deep into it and still to this day I am using it and I'm trading it uh, to a certain extent um, but it really opened up this whole new world of making money like hey you don't have to actually go ahead and sell anything to anybody you just have to sit on your computer you have to watch 
uh, a few assets and watch their prices and then maybe just jump in and make a bit of money, you know? Um, so I kind of like the idea of a new way, a smarter way on how to make money. So I wouldn't have to go out and actually sell something to someone because, um, it was all good and stuff and I loved selling, but it, it kind of got on my nerves because I kind of felt like, hey, you're selling something to someone to just make money. You know, it was never about, hey, I really love this product. That's yeah. why you should have it. It was like, hey, buy this product so I can make more money, you know? Sure. Um, and then, of course, I, I, I got into it and I found, hey, this is a new way how I can, uh, how I can just, uh, you know, make this financial thing happen, you know, to some extent, because it's not all about finances. Um, that was one aspect of my life that I really cared about. You know, I always wanted to have like good finances, never worry about money, really be free of having to go to work for money. Um, and that's really where this whole new journey started of, uh, of going ahead and, and, and learning it and getting into the markets and uh, uh, being educated, finding new mentors and finding a new passion, basically. Um, so that went on for about, yeah, let's say three to four years. I did it very consistently now over the last year. I haven't done it so consistently. Um, but over this period of like three years, I have done it uh, in a very consistent way. And it was like kind of my main thing um, that I did part time. And it's, um, it, it, let's, let's say like this, it set the stage for everything that is happening now. Um, again, um, I didn't know back then that life would be guiding me in such a way. Um, but through taking the decision and learning how, learning Forex and learning the markets and learning all about finances, um, it got me in a very good position now. So now I am using all the skills that I have learned over those years um, to, to, to establish my life and whatever now. Um, so again, it was very, uh, it, was, it was life that was guiding me through it. It was just opportunities that came. I took them and in the end, it turned out to be exactly what I needed to do. Uh, that, that's um, very amazing. I'm very fascinated by that. And I'm also like, besides the, the money aspect you said, like what are those like core principles you're having in your life to feel that you have a balanced, successful life? Because what I always is interesting is questions actually like how you would define success in your life. Because I, I think one thing like freedom always appears in so many people's saying, which I understand is probably like connected to financial freedom. And, mm -hmm. but how would you define for you, for your life, like success or what are those like main kind of um, poles you want to put your life on to, to feel balanced? Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, the, the funny thing is um, now you're, that you're talking about success, It's a word that I have been using a lot in the time that I was in network marketing and in Forex um, because yeah. it really meant something to me. Um, but currently it doesn't really have a meaning to me because success is what we make of it. You can, you can wake up in the morning and say, hey, I feel really dirty and I want to be clean and I want to go wash myself. And when you go wash yourself, it's a success. You've said to yourself, hey, I'm going to do it and you've done it. So success is to me something that is very broad and everybody defines it the way they want. Um, but to me, I, success was always, always involved with money. I, when I thought of success, it was always money. 
Um, but sure. I always had this, um, yeah, this notion of success is tied to money. And uh, I just realized that, hey, it's not the case. And um, to me, life changed when I realized that it's not about the money. It's not even about the freedom. It's about your experience here, right here, right now. Uh, it's about who you are and what your values are and what you are doing in this world to make a change. You know, what, what was the, that, that now the question came back, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, what was this, like made you realize what you just said that it is not about the money. Like what was the game changer to make you realize that success is not equaling money necessarily? Like what was yeah. the maybe experience or Ma making money? I made money okay. and I realized, Hey, it's not what you need. And of course okay. I still, I, I still have my goals. I mean, I'm still, I'm still focusing goals on money, but I realized that, Hey, once you have money, it's not going to change anything about you. May, may I ask like what aspects of life did you like realize that on, if you want to share it? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Emotionally, okay. emotionally it made no difference. Okay. You know, I, uh, I, when I, when I, when I bought my, when I bought my first apartment and I got into my first house, like I, I struggled a bit with money because of course you, you spend a lot of money, then you struggle a bit. So money made me struggle and it made me feel bad and, and it kind of made me lose focus on what is essential. Um, and then when all this turned around and, you know, financially it was getting better and the, the situation was getting better, I I found that everything that was that I wasn't aware of before because I was so focused on money now came back. So I realized that, hey, when we worry about making money, we have this problem in mind and we tend to forget about all the other, let's, let's call it problems for now, um, uh, or inconsistencies or imbalances. Um, and we, we tend to focus only on the money. And once we then have the money, we realize, wow, there is so much more to work on emotionally and physically that it's not really about the money, right? So money is cool. Money is good. Money will give you definitely some sort of tranquility if you have enough to live and you don't have to get up every day and say, wow, I have to really go for money because otherwise I'm not going to survive. Definitely. Um, I mean, if, if we don't meet the basic needs of survival, we're going to struggle, whether that's food, whether that's uh, 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 whatever, a house, whatever. Um, that's why we need money. Money is, will, uh, is at the moment at least still part of our society and is something that we have to use in order to survive. So, yeah, of course, there is some need to it. Um, but it's not about making tons and tons and tons because at some point it doesn't matter if you have X, Y, or Z, because if you have enough to survive, it's enough, you know, yeah. and all the rest is luxury. And again, it always only gives you material things. It only gives you material wealth and happiness. And so material happiness only brings you to a certain point, right? I mean, something material can only make you this happy and then still, everything that's material is very temporary. It's yeah. never forever. Right. Um, But so how, sorry, how did you like, um, like, understand, like, when did you understood that? Like the, about the material thing? Because I think this is very interesting for 
the younger generation, like mm -hmm. even for me, I'm not in the position or like I'm, I will get in this position where I earn um, the amount of money where I can buy all those things. I'm at the mm -hmm. moment, I'm not there and I'm also all right with it. I'm mm -hmm. even like, like turn down money sometimes to still like, just take it easier. Take like, mm -hmm. I try to get as much understanding as possible about myself, about all those things. But one thing which still triggers me is the newest iPhone, is the new MacBook, is maybe the R6 from Audi. Like those things still trigger me. Even so, I, I understand it, it's not important. No one actually gives mm -hmm. a shit. It doesn't bring me happiness. The mm -hmm. happiness which bring will which will bring me this car maybe in a year or a couple months, then I'm mm -hmm. I'm get used to the car and if I'm just materialistic, I would just go for the next, maybe a Porsche or something. Then I'm again, two months happy. And then that's it for me. Like what was the barrier which broke at some point? Was it yeah. just by making money and making the mistake of purchasing no, those things? Or? No, 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 okay. no. It was, it was a whole. Um, so there was, so there was a phase in my life about uh, two and a half, three years ago where I uh, was at, let's say, one of the downs that I had in my life. Um, it was uh, emotionally and it was caused uh, by a relationship that, uh, that, that was finished. So basically, I was at a very low point in my life. And I picked up this book from uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, many people might know him by now, but back then, not really many people knew about him. Um, and I found this book and I... And I, and I, and I Listen, I bought the audio version because I hate reading books. Um, so I, I, by the I, way, I, I love I love that you hate reading because that's one of my like biggest struggles. I'm not shitting. Like also throughout my school career, what what you said before, I wasn't reading anything until now. I still like very rarely read. But go on, I'm resort. Me too. Me too. So um, I, I bought the book on Audible and I listened to it until today around ten times. Okay. Um, yeah because this book literally changed my entire life. Like it changed my entire perspective that I had on life and it changed like every single part of me, um, like entirely because I realized for the first time who we are and what this world is and what matter is and what our job here is and how we tend to get into this vicious cycle of feeling and thinking in a certain way. And so I kind of saw the pattern of how I was uh, programmed and how I was wired, how my brain was wired to, to think and feel in a very certain way. And so I would be chasing these thoughts and feelings and I would keep reproducing them through different events right um, and then I realized hey it doesn't have to be this way you are in control of your thoughts and feelings and you are in control of whatever you want to do in your life right and that's where I really realized all the programs that I was building up over the years that I wasn't aware of um, that made me function in a certain way and that made me set my goals in a certain way and it made me focus on money in a certain way, right? So I realized that all of that was just me being conditioned by society, by my parents, by my teachers, whoever, yeah. and that I am the one to change it, right? And that's where I started the process of 
unwiring and rewiring my entire brain to really perceive reality in a whole new way. Yeah. Right. And that's what people need to realize. It's not something, it's not one experience or one thing that is making you wake up suddenly and say, wow, I've been living life wrong. Um, it's an understanding that we build. It's a model of reality that we build in our head um, where now most people, uh, except if they really had like teachers and mentors who told them so, but most people think of reality as very one-sided, right? They think that there's only the third dimensional reality that exists, only matter, everything that we touch exists and everything that we can't touch or that we can't see doesn't really exist right so we base our whole reality on this system that we call the third dimension and that we that we can touch things and that we can have material things and that we think that it's all about accumulating more and more things so that when we die we just go wherever and all these material things go away and we may go to heaven we may go to hell whoever what you believe in people have a certain notion of it and once I realized that, hey, it's actually not like that, um, that's where life really took off for me. And I changed my entire perspective on reality. Like, um, like how is the book called again, first of all? So that maybe... The book is called Becoming Supernatural okay. by yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Perfect. And, and like one more thing, one more like maybe short takeaway you which maybe pops into your head what what was it from the book just for, for the audience maybe because i i, I gonna buy the audiobook um mm -hmm. but you just have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah but maybe some some other person who's listening yeah to hopefully yeah also so, um, so there's it. a lot of there's a lot of stuff like course, honestly yeah. i could tell you like hours and hours on end on my experiences yeah. um but one thing i really realized is that i am like literally the creator of my life like your thoughts and your feelings to a hundred percent create your life right and that means that if you are not happy where you are right now because all the life that you have right now has been created by the mind of you from the past so all that you have right now is basically an accumulation of your thoughts and feelings that you had up until now And once I realized it, I realized that, hey, whatever I want, I can literally create it with my thoughts and feelings. I am a complete co-creator of my reality to every single second, every single moment that we spend in this body, in this lifetime, we create reality. We are creators of reality through thoughts and feelings. And realizing that made living so much easier because if you're not happy where you are, yeah. you can just change it. And once you know the formula on how to change it, it becomes very, very, very simple and easy. And, but like now, I mean, do you were introduced to this whole topic already before, before you were reading it or you were just new to to all of the things which were mentioned in this book like just asking because for people who are new to the topic for people who are like just maybe starting on self-development on like working on their mindset and and also people who are really like in their head in their like logical mind like maybe it doesn't make any sense for them and, mm -hmm. and like how would you 
how did you yourself start this journey? And because it's about the belief, this hundred percent belief that this works. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it, it won't. If you if sure. you have a doubt about it, it just sure. won't work out. So what would be interesting for me is just how would you say yeah. people can get started and yeah, yeah. yeah so, so how, how, how i how i got to it was very funny because before that i was never spiritual i uh i never really was into well you know through network marketing and personal development of course we learned about the law of attraction and yeah. you know uh the secret the book and all these these uh these uh, teachings so i had a general and basic knowledge on that there is something more um, and that we kind of can create our realities but i never really knew how and why it should work so how i got to the book was actually very funny because i was at this very low point and I just came from a breakup and um a friend told me, hey, we should definitely watch the courses of this mentor that I have. I think it could help you out. I was like, okay, let's watch them. And it was, um, I'm, I'm, I don't even have to mention the name. I think it's not so important. He's not really that known anymore. Um, but it was a spiritual teacher and he was teaching about mindfulness and meditation and whatever. And he talked about this one movie that is called What the Bleep Do We Know? It's a movie from 2006. It's about uh, consciousness and how consciousness is all around us. Um, and also maybe a few people have seen the uh, this experiment of uh, Emoto uh, where he's freezing uh, water particles um, where they send certain intentions to the water. So they would look at the water, they think of love, then they freeze the water and they take like a particle of the water and it has like this beautiful... Uh, geometric structure and then they take another glass of water they put uh, the intention of hate onto it they think of the water and say i hate you i hate you and then they freeze the water they look at the particle and it's like all um it's like very messy like there's no structure there's no yeah. harmony nothing right um so i didn't like the course that the friend told me i didn't like the guy but i watched the movie i was like hmm, what the bleep do we know sounds interesting let's go watch the movie um, and so one night at like midnight, I was like, I got to watch this movie. I don't know what made me watch it, but I had to yeah. work the next day. I had to get up at like 6 a.m. But I was <laughs> watching this movie for like two hours. And the movie was great. And it taught a lot about consciousness and what it is and that it's all around us and that it's really nothing um, that is uh, not scientifically proved. Like it's very scientifically proved. I mean, Einstein already in the 60s has proven that there is an energetic field all around us and that we are essentially made of energy and that every component of our body is made of atoms and atoms are actually 99% non-matter, but actually energy, um, just 1%, maybe 0.001% matter. Um, so it's been proven a long time ago, but it's just been suppressed by society because they don't want us to know this, right? Because we can then start to think for ourselves and it's not what they want, right? Um, so I watched this movie and I came to the end and then they had like all these textures and whatever at the end. Um, and then they presented all of the scientists uh, who, uh, who were speaking in the movie. And I pressed pause on the fifth one and it turned out to be Dr. Joe. No and way. Yeah. But did, they, did you like read those things before no, nothing, the movies? Because nothing, I tend to nothing, like skip the, okay. Nothing, nice. never. 
been like never a, ever do I amazing. read the end part of a movie. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I don't know. I was so fascinated and I was like, I saw him, I paused and I looked at the name and I was like, wow, I gotta I gotta I gotta check that out on Google. And I checked on Google, I saw the book no. and I bought it the same night at 2 a.m. And the next morning at six, I started listening to it, and the same day I finished it. Because That's I was insane. just so Damn. impressed by everything. Yeah. And it's you know, it came in a way that I couldn't have ever imagined. Like I wasn't very spiritual. I wasn't very into this consciousness teaching and whatever. I was just at a very low point in my life yeah. and I wanted to get out of it. I okay. didn't ever want to have this feeling again. And I didn't, you know, I, I felt like I couldn't control my emotions anymore and my thoughts. Yeah. And my thoughts would always go to, again, to the same person and to the same experience. And I did, I just was fed up with it and I couldn't take it anymore. So I was like, something yeah. has to change, right? Um, and so I was very open to something new. And okay. again, life was guiding me. I mean, how can you explain all the coincidences on how I got to this book, right? There is yeah. no coincidences. So kind of yeah. like life guided me to get there. Um, and since then, honestly, since I first read the book, that's really where my life, like, like I, I barely have like the memories of the life that I had before, because for me, like that's where I was reborn and started living a new life basically. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And like now, like those major changes you did, we are mainly in, in your thinking, in your, like, what were the main changes you did to um, improve your life or yeah, live this like better uplifting um, life or mm -hmm. could create those, yeah, better life for you? Yeah. So it, it, it was actually very, very simple now that I think about it. Well, the process is very tedious and um, takes a lot of effort, conscious effort. Um, but the formula is actually very simple. It's all about becoming aware of your limiting thoughts during the day. So let's say you wake up in the morning and you have one goal for the day. The goal for the day is to recognize and become aware of every time that you think or feel in a limited way. Limited way can be everything. It can be, I can't do that, or I'm not ready, or wow, that this person hurt me, or I hate him. All these things is moments where you're actually very limited in consciousness, right? Because you're not expanding, you're contracting, you're blocking something off. So first step was becoming aware of them. Second step was writing them down. Right. Once you write something down, you become even more aware of it. So the goal for me at first was become so aware of all of these limiting beliefs, thoughts and emotions that I would never, ever again, let one of those thoughts pass my mind without me becoming aware of it. <laughs> right. So that That's was amazing. the process yeah. in the beginning. So once I realized, okay, I'm now and I like during the day, I would be like, oh, no, it's just start coming again and it's coming again and it's coming again. And then at some point, once you realize and once you have them written down, you can go and say, okay, how would I like to think instead? You know, what yeah. am I going to think the next time when this specific thought pattern comes up? And you know, like let's let. Yeah. Where, where the rewiring kind of starts exactly that's already, the, right? yeah that's where okay. it starts so okay but practical example i was thinking of my ex-girlfriend at the moment and yeah. every day she would pop up in my mind five six seven eight nine ten even 15 times a day i couldn't count it anymore yeah. and then every time 
that it would happen. I had it written down when I think of her, become aware of it. So every time that I would think of her, I would become aware of it. And for the first like few weeks, just become aware of it, not change anything, not do anything, just become aware. Hey, I'm thinking of her again. Hey, I'm thinking of her again. Hey, I'm thinking of her again. Then I started writing down, okay, how do I want to think when she pops into my mind? Yeah. And let's say I went into it with, well, accept it, be grateful for it and let it go. And so every time the thought would come, I was so aware of it, it it wouldn't pass my conscious mind. So I'd be like, okay, thank you for all that you did. I am grateful for you. I accept you. I accept your decision and I let it go. Yeah. And I did it over and over and over and over and over again. And it just changed. And you don't even notice when exactly it changes, but it just at some point, it just those thoughts stop popping up. That's amazing. Okay. And like, like you like then limited interest, like limited those thoughts and actually broadened your openness for like so many new things, which without like, now are you still doing it or like, sure, is the definitely. process more automated or is it always it never stops okay. it never it never stops it never stops it never stops i mean life is something that you always have to work on it's never yeah. going to be fulfilled and you're never going to be you're never going to arrive let's say uh to the finish line because it's it's a it's a it's an endless process of your mind or your soul or whatever you want to call it um trying to have more and more experiences and the more experiences that we have in the 3d world the more things that we get to question right i mean life doesn't stop i mean i still go out and get triggered about things and stupid things even um, but then again every morning you have the opportunity to say hey who do i want to be today who who do i want to like how do i want to walk how do i want to talk to people who do i want to be And then in the evening before going to bed saying, okay, how did I do? Like, where did I react in a very limited way? Where did I react in a furious or angry or depressed way? Uh, Where did I react in a, in a, in a, I don't know, limited way. And so for me, it's kind of like this process in the morning, like, okay, who do I want to be? Like for me, every day has become like a new life basically. So you start over again and you say, Hey, who do you want to be today? Like, what do you want to achieve today? And then when you go to bed, you say, okay, how did we do? How, how was it? Well, what did we do very good? What did we, what did we do very bad? Um, and then just keep analyzing your life. I mean, we do have an analytical thinking brain. So let's use it in the right way. Why do we use it to contemplate on the past or an unknown future that we make up from the past experiences that we had? Why don't we use it logically to say, okay, what is important right here and right now? And let's analyze that. Yeah. I think, I think, um, yeah, the, the word and there is a lot of power in the moment like like where are you living right now and without thinking about the past or the future and and living in this like yeah time right now in this millisecond kind of is really is very powerful and also like what i what i did a lot and i actually get dragged away a little bit from I don't know the energy um i had like the last month like now the coming week we're like really good again with energy but I was not really in my best energy, which I also felt I was really struggling. And 
a half a year back when I did like a bigger trip by myself and I was like just driving through Germany, visiting a couple of friends, which I really loved doing. Um, I was very aware and questioning always my feelings. Like, mm -hmm. why do I feel this way? Why is this anger coming towards me? Why I'm, I'm also now happy? Like, what, why, where are those feelings coming from? And by asking those questions and um, getting a higher, like a better understanding of yourself, it really helps you to then what you just said. And I probably phrase it in a different way, but you get to understand where those feelings come from. And then also like, interact when you tend to go on to like a more negative emotion and you can like work against it to get like on this line where you want to kind of um actually like the the path you actually more likely want to follow sometimes um it's 100%. all about the awareness and what you just said so beautifully like about like analyzing your feelings and and i do agree that um or i would say that a lot of people are not doing that a lot mm -hmm. or at all which is upsetting um obviously. yeah so so people people tend to people tend to be dragged away by their feelings and thoughts so people tend to lose the lose like control and consciousness over these programs so these programs as it happens over and over again as you think of the same thing and you feel the same feeling over and over and over again it becomes the normal state of you, right? Yeah. So let's say you have this experience. Let's say me, for example, I had this experience and let's say I would have never worked on it, right? So at first it would have been grief, maybe anger or sadness. Yeah. In six months, it would have been like, kind of like a mood, you know? It, I would be in this same constant mood every day, right? So let's say this would go over a year, or two years that I would be thinking about it and not really doing anything to get away from it. It would become like a temperament, right? People would ask me, what kind of person are you? And I would say, well, I'm kind of a sad person, right? It becomes part of your identity, right? And the longer it goes on, the more unconscious you become of, hey, where this actually came from. And it becomes something very normal for you. So you say, well, I'm generally just a sad person because, you know, back then, this and this happened to me. And yeah. since then I've just been sad. So, you know, people tend to become very unconscious about their thoughts and feelings and they tend to not pay attention or not pay enough attention on um, how they are actually thinking and feeling. And if we would all analyze our thoughts and feelings for about a week, we would all, and I think all of us would find very specific patterns of thoughts and feelings that we have all the time. Like yeah. literally 80 to 90% of the thoughts that we have every day are the same as the day before, right? <laughs> so we are literally reliving the same day internally every single day, right? If, yeah. you, get, if you get upset about your parents or your boss or your teacher or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever every day, well, you're not really moving on. You're just living the same life or the same day emotionally and in your thoughts every single day and nothing's changing, right? And we say, well, that's life, but it's not life. This is living life how, well, majority of people live it, but it's not the way yeah. how we are intended to live our life here. I, I do agree. Like one thing which just popped into my head was like this, this question or like what question 
would you recommend to ask yourself to to start analyzing is it just like what i said in like before why am i having this feeling or how like how would you phrase the question or how would you like start in the beginning to like i mean you said already the pro progress kind of before mm -hmm. like like writing down those feelings um but what is the question you should mm -hmm. always like ask yourself and have in your head consistently to create the awareness um let, let's say it depends on when like it depends on it depends on what like It, it's um, how can I say this? It's very it's very specific. So let's say okay. in the evening when I want to review my day, I'm asking, well, how did I do, or where, or when did I think and feel in a limited way? Okay, right. So that's for me like the most important question is just finding out. Like, imagine you laying in your bed at night and closing your eyes and just reviewing your day. And thinking, okay, what could I have done differently? Where did I react in a way I didn't want to react? Where did I act in a limited way? Where did I speak in a limited way? Where did I handle a situation in a very limited way? And just review it and become aware of it. And then ask yourself, well, how would I do it if I could do it again? Yeah. Because the next day, essentially, well, you get to live life again. Right. So that's mainly the question that I would ask um, is, well, when and where did I react in a very limited way and then become aware of that moment and analyze it? Okay, perfect. And and in terms of like what I think is also very important to do that and to be able to like reflect in silence as well, like what kind of room are you creating for yourself? Because I think that the room you're surrounded, like the, the surrounding you're having is highly important. I mean, you probably can't do it necessarily in a room with like full of your friends who want to like, I don't know, do something. I mean, now do yeah, code is maybe a little challenging, definitely. but like what kind of space are you creating for yourself um, to so the be most, able to most do important, it? Yeah. Most important part is be by yourself. Okay. Um, I mean, especially at the beginning, it's very good if you're just on your own, if you're, in tranquility like there's no noise no people talking and no tv no youtube or whatever um i mean it's always good to have some relaxing music i mean i've really 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 got into ambient music i mean i'm like 90 of the music i'm listening to during the day is ambient music right because mm -hmm. i'm i kind of realized that hey all this like pop music that we listen to is really not all that healthy for us. Like, especially if you listen to all those lyrics and whatever, like, yeah. it's kind of like they're casting spells. Right. Um, so I've really got away from this pop music and really got into like either instrumental music or classical music or ambient music, really something that gets you in a state of like chill vibes. And, uh, you know, you can maybe light some candles, Yeah. Um, like there's a, a lot of different uh, ways to do it. I just like to, I just like to put on some music. I mean, that's enough for me, but everybody is very different. So yeah. some people like to put on candles. Some people like to have it a bit darker, uh, not have too much light in. Uh, some people like those LED lights that make a very specific ambience. So um, for me, it's mainly music, um, okay. like just music to shut off like the exterior world. Um, and really also closing your eyes. I mean, we take too little time uh, with our eyes closed and really having our senses de-plugged 
from the 3D um, because we only do it in sleep. If you think about it, like most yep. people, the only time that they shut off the 3D reality or like the external environment is when they go to sleep. And when they go to sleep, they are very, they sleep very unconscious, right? People go to sleep and then they wake up and in the meantime, they might have a dream, but we sleep in a very unconscious way, Yeah. right? We could sleep in a very different way, but that's not something we get in today. Um, but still, people should be taking time out of their waking day, not during nighttime, um, to just shut off their environment, like shut off everything that's around you, shut off your phone, shut off your laptop, shut off your TV, close your eyes, put on some music that you don't hear any external sounds, and then just stay there. Like you, and, that's, and that's the funny part. Like People think that if they want to change something in their life, they always have to think and do something. But sometimes the solution lies in just closing your eyes, listening to some music and not thinking of anything and just focusing on, for example, your breath. If you would sit down every day for 10 minutes, you would put an alarm, you would put on music, you would close your eyes and you would just focus on your breath, right? Every thought that comes in, you say, yep, not now I'm focusing on my breath and you, maybe you drift away for a few minutes and then you come back and you say, wow, I just drifted away, but you don't care. You just come back to your breath. If everybody would do that for about 10 to 15 minutes a day, we would have peace on earth. Like everybody would realize, wow, it's really not that bad. And everything that's going on outside isn't really affecting me when I close my eyes and I'm for myself. Like when we shut off the third, the, like the environment, the external environment, um, we get into a very calm space where problems actually don't exist, yeah. right? And if you are conscious in an environment where problems don't exist, well, you might as well just find the solution you've been looking for. I agree. That was very powerful what you just said, and I do I do agree on that. And I think to what you just said also, I can just rephrase it the same way you just said it because there's so much power within ourselves within silence and just being close to ourselves can be very powerful and bring will like will bring us solutions in the end what what now i have a question it's probably more like also my personal related question because I, what i tend to struggle with is um, mid last year i would say like june july around i was in a like extreme state of energy everything was flowing everything was very easy to do everything was flying towards me um i wouldn't say that i'm in a lower energy level um even so it feels like it right now even so i'm in a good energy level i would say but like this change of energy and like how you feel like do you experience something similar and if so like how can you work against it or sometimes do you just have to let it happen because i was thinking about doing a podcast about and um, about uh, like this uh, actually today where i wanted to talk about how you sometimes have to let those feelings also happen to then overcome them and accept them because the last two weeks for example the energy got better automatically. But before that, I was like a little heavy, the podcast, mm -hmm. I, I did it obviously still three times a week, but it was just not flowing as easily as it does now. Like, how do you experience it? How you, do you work against it? Or is it mm -hmm. also sometimes connected to accepting the fact that it's just sometimes happening like this and you just have to 
get through it and be consistent with the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, we have to realize that, um, of course, we can direct our thoughts and feelings, um, but we always have to take an account that there are so many things happening around us. Because if you think about it, we perceive about 1% of the available light spectrum. So we can see with our eyes around 1% of the whole reality, right? So there's 99% of things that we that are going on that we don't see, which are energetic. So when we so we go we go through phases we go through personal phases and we go through collective phases um, over the last year we have gone through a big collective phase of fear and of panic and of insecurity so if you look at the collective energy um, it went down by a lot right in a very short amount of time so of course we who maybe um, are a bit more conscious or who do the work maybe a bit more and who are like working on ourselves, um, we may experience these shifts of like, okay, this day it's going really well because, well, I've been doing my work, I've been working on myself and I know what I want in my life, so I'm working on it. And then there's days where just the collective energy is just very strong and it has an effect on you, um, which still doesn't mean that you have to be in a bad mood the entire day just because the collective energy is heavy, yeah. right? But it means that there is so much going on that we don't perceive and that has an effect on us. And then again, and I st uh, still to this day, I struggle a lot with it, um, that when I feel really, really down or really, really bad, um, I just tend to live in this feeling and I just tend to yeah. linger in this emotion um, until it goes away. And luckily, if you do the work, like if you do it for a certain amount of time, like these feelings they go away very quick and you recover from it really quick so it's okay. it's maybe a matter of a few hours or a few days and then you're good um but still there's always something you can do against it and what well it's very simple again shut off the environment and go back into your heart i mean once we realize what powers we have and how we can work with different parts of our body especially our heart um, feeling bad is a choice because every time that you feel bad, you can just excuse yourself for five minutes, 10 minutes, take a couple of deep breaths, uh, uh, close your eyes and, and just open up that beautiful heart of yours. Right. And once we open up that heart and once we feel an elevated emotion like gratitude or love or happiness or whatever it may be, oneness, wholeness, bliss, whatever, um, we we tend to get ourselves back into this state of equilibrium and balance basically so it's always a choice and it's very hard to become conscious at this very moment so when you're feeling very down and when you're yeah. unproductive or whatever it's really hard to become aware okay hey i should sit down close my eyes and open my heart because it just your your body is conditioned to not do it like that so um we should keep training and conditioning our body to well sit down sit your body down don't move don't have it do anything close your eyes shut off every external stimulus and just tune into your heart breathe a couple of breaths into it open it up feel the energy moving in there 
and you're gonna feel better. That's a fact. Like, yeah. and if you and if you get up after five minutes and you still feel like, sorry for the expression, but shit, yeah. well, sit down again and do it again until your heart is open, right? Yeah. And we tend to not do it because we're so stressed and we have so much to do and whatever. But if we would just take those five minutes, it would change a whole lot in our in our life and in our world in general. I, I do agree 100%. And also, even so you feel like not doing it, it's going to give you the acceleration you're looking for. Like it's going to give you those breakthrough ideas in the end. I'm, at least I'm convinced by that. Or it's going to give you the piece you also need to be then focused afterwards or be like work on, on this right project because this like 10 or 15 or even half an hour you take out of, of your life to connect yourself with your heart again, I think um, is very powerful. Um, but what I also did a podcast about is actually like this this issue people and also myself are having when we have this situation and we are just too lazy to move or we, we are like in shock or like not in shock, but we are just like paralyzed. don't want to move then. we are, Yeah, indeed. Yeah, thank you. Paralyzed. That's beautiful. Um, and that's always very, very interesting also to, to see happening and how difficult it is to take those first steps to get up your ass or just, as you said, actually just close your eyes or whatever it needs, even if it is just a walk in nature or something to reconnect. Um, and, and it's the same for me. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't think that I am like living a perfect life. I mean, yeah. I have these moments as well. Like I've had it yesterday. I've had it the week before. Like I have it consistently. Right. And we yeah. will probably always have it, yeah. but it's, it's always an opportunity. Like it's, I look at it like life is giving us opportunities and we can either take them or we can leave them. And if we leave them, well, there's nothing wrong with it. We just have to be in this uncomfortable state for a bit longer. Right. And if we just see it as an opportunity, well, to grow ourselves and to grow our spirit and our soul from it, well, it's going to be a very different experience and you're going to want to do it. Right. But everybody is going through it and nobody is doing it like there's no right or wrong, but nobody's doing it right. hundred percent of the time. Like nobody is doing it hundred uh, percent uh, when they feel bad that they get up immediately and they do a meditation and they feel better again. I mean, we all uh, have these moments, but the goal again is not to not react anymore, but the goal is to shorten the refractory period of when we are emotional, right? So before I was doing the work, when I would have a bad day, it would turn into a bad week, for example. Now a bad day turns into like a few bad hours, right? So the goal is always to shorten this period of where we are actually emotionally stressed um, to a minimum. And it's never going to go away entirely we're always 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 going to react on external things but it's just again on how long do you want to react like again if you're going to react for six months it's going to become a mood and if you're going to react longer than that well it's going to become part of your personality personality right but we can choose and uh, we always have the choice to um to either well focus on it or well to do something else I, I I do agree on that. That's very nicely said. And there was also the realization, actually, what you just stated, which I had when I was in this super high energy, like how fast you're able to change this negative emotion towards like how you can shift that towards like 
a more positive one or how how fast your body can react uh, or you can react um, to change this situation you're in. It's very, very interesting, especially when you're in, in a very um, yeah positive state of mind and you can like realize that very first. That just made me also, what you just said, realize um, this back again, because this like, I was like, I was holding on a lot to this like, um, moment where I was in such high energy and I was like holding on to the memory a lot. Um, it just made me realize that. And I couldn't like, I couldn't let it go for such a while because I was like always then like afterwards angry. Hey, why am I not in this emotion? Like, why can't I get back there? And I just had to let it go to then be able to attract it again. And then now working obviously on it again and constantly what you also said before. It's so amazing. I really love, um, in terms of the social media world, Gary Vaynerchuk is, is a person I really um, appreciate. And he was talking about how you have to love the process and it counts to like so much, especially on, on life, like how you have to learn loving the process. As he said so nicely, there's not this finish line. The finish line is probably when you're dead in the end, but it's not like this finish line. You always have to work constantly on, on yourself to grow, learn, and yeah, shorten those periods of, of a negative emotion. 100%. Um, I'm like, I'm really happy right now how this the, the whole podcast just went and, and what the topics were. Um, for now, I really love what we said. What I always ask um, the person I interview uh, in the end is the, the, a key takeaway, a key takeaway out of your life towards my audience. My audience is between like, I guess, like 16 and like 30, 35-ish. Like it's like an, an, an hour age, the audience. And what would you like say? What is like one key takeaway out of your life so far, which you would love to share with the audience, which, yeah, made you realize mm -hmm. a lot or brought you very far? That would be interesting to me. Thank you. The The most important for me is that everybody should realize who we truly are and really get to the grounds of it and do their research on who we truly are. Because by understanding who we are, we are going to understand that we do create every single aspect of our reality. And that if people are unhappy and if people live a life that they don't want to live, that it's all on them and that they have the ability to change every single aspect of their life, no matter the condition, no matter the external environment, everybody can change their entire reality with their thoughts and feelings. That's what I want everybody to know, because if we would all understand the concept of how we create and collapse reality into what we perceive as it, we would all live in a very different world and in a very different reality. And we are going there and people will realize it eventually. Um, but I think for now, I mean, it's inevitable that people are going to know this. Um, but I think that it's so important that people just realize this. You are the co-creator of your reality through your thoughts and feelings. You can create everything. You be can become anybody. You can become anything you want, you can have anything you want, you can do everything you want, and you can be everything you want, uh, just through your thoughts and feelings. Thank you so, so much um, for sharing this very beautiful, um, yeah, yeah, those very beautiful words. I really appreciate it. 
your time, uh, your words, um, the things you also made me realize while doing the interview, it's very beautiful. And I just hope also for the people who are listening to it, like, I think this podcast has to be listened maybe two or three times. I think it's just very powerful. And a lot of things we said have uh, like a very deep meaning um, for life, for yeah, realizing what life is, is about and maybe how you um, can work on your life to to yeah just create something better for you with that that um thank you so 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 much um for being here today um for having the time to talk to me and yeah sharing your amazing perspectives um from your life and the things yeah we could just share and talk about thank you thank you as well joseph it was a big pleasure um i hope everybody enjoyed it and i would love to come on again and uh, dive deeper into maybe a few of the mechanics and how people can truly change their lives. Would love that. I was actually throughout the whole podcast episode also thinking about this, especially that because I was just like shortening the podcast now because I think we are a little over an hour now. And so, yeah, thank you so, so much. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to you again. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.